My name's Austin, and this is Megamorphs 2. You race through the woods um, towards where this thing might have crashed. And you hear shouts from Cameron uh, as he follows behind you trying to get you to stop. Wait, wait, Dylan, hold up. Um, after about 20 minutes of running through the trees, you, you just see like the trees darting past you as you're running. And you come to this twisted hunk of metal. It had to be a spaceship. And it's just lying on the uh, forest floor. Um, there's fires and pieces of the ship hanging off. Uh, trees have been felled by the crash. and um, But yeah, all of this twisted hunk of metal and burning flames is a spaceship right in front of you. Has Cameron caught up to me yet? Uh, yeah, just about this time. He, ah, you're fast. Whew. And he like looks around and he says, what the hell? Do you, do you think someone's hurt in there? Uh, I hope not. Um, we should get some help. But if they're, no, we have to check. If they're hurt, they might not be okay. You go get help. I'll go check. Uh, he like looks over his shoulder and he says, I don't want to just leave, leave you here. I'll, all right, I'll just help you. Okay, okay. And Dylan goes toward the wreckage. Uh, Cameron, he'll he'll kind of walk up to you. Give me um, an investigation check. Okay. Cameron's like he's looking around with you, um, but he does he he's not giving his full attention. As you get closer, like the heat hits your face and it like kind of makes you wince a little bit. You look around and there's pieces that just boom. Like, as you move closer, like, they'll just fall off. It's, um, you find, like, devices and, like, metals that shimmer, and it just, it looks so foreign. It's, it's like, hard to figure out what they do or anything. But, yeah, as you're, as you're kind of, like, looking through the debris a little bit more, your foot kicks this bag, and it causes uh, the bag to fall over, and some of the contents fall out. Among these, there's this box that's, um, the sides of the box are a little bit bigger than the palm of your hand. Um, and it's just navy blue. Doesn't look like it has any kind of buttons, uh, anything like that. Just a box. Uh, Dylan's definitely going to pick that up. Uh, yeah, you pick it up. Look over, it's a cube. Um, if you want to give me another investigation check as you, like, look through it. You like kind of flip the box over, and just as you're moving it around, looking at it, you feel one of like the sides uh, compress and like press in, and then uh, the box starts to glow like a vibrant light blue. What the hell? Cameron hears you say that, kind of looks over his shoulder, and you you see his eyes kind of go wide, and he starts to walk over to you. Uh, what's 
What's that thing? I don't know. It just it came out of this bag, and Dylan's gonna sort of walk a little closer to the wreckage and say hello. Is anybody? Is there anybody here? Is anybody okay? Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. As you are like listening for uh, a response uh, from inside this wreckage. Uh, Cameron's like, hey, hey, can I see that? And he, like, reaches for the box. Um, I think Dylan's gonna try and hold on to it. Uh, okay, so you hold on to it, he grabs it, and as, uh, he try- you feel him try to pull it with a little heft, like, a little bit more than, like, just a friend trying to check something out that you got. Um, but as you- both of your hands are on it, it glows a little bit brighter. And Dylan, you feel like a sense of relief and warmth and just a happy feeling as your the tips of your fingers tingle. And then it goes away. And Cameron kind of eases up and like looks at you for a second as, as that happens. Uh, Dylan is absolutely going to look at her palm and make sure that there's not like any like whole like needle marks or anything. Because <laughs> yeah, she's going to you- be like, that felt amazing. That's terrible. Uh, <laughs> Cameron looks confused at that. What? And, but you look at your palms, no needle marks. Uh, ha- your hand looks fine. What the hell was that? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Uh, give me an insight check. Okay. Uh, he's he's. <laughs> he when he's uh saying this is weird and he doesn't know what you're talking like he's trying to um beat around the bush Cameron knows what's up like he's definitely felt what you felt he's and he's trying to hide that from you she's not gonna let that pass she's gonna remember that and probably bring it up later but she's gonna say oh, whatever dude let's let's just see if anybody's in here uh, and you go back to looking, but you do hear um, some kind of like grunts coming from the distance, distance. Like they're like echoing off tr- uh, off trees and everything. Cameron hears that as well. Um, at the same time, in this wreckage, you do hear shuffling of like metal and stuff. And it's not just something falling. It feel, it, it sounds like something's being pushed around. Um, Cameron uh, looks back to you and he says, "Maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe I should, maybe I should get some help." And he says, "I'll, I'll be back. Just, just maybe hide or something." And he just takes off. Hide? What? The- okay. And Dylan's gonna go toward the shuffling metal sound. The whole time going, "This is stupid. This is stupid. This is stupid. This is stupid." And as you, as you're chanting that to yourself, you see. Um, this metal plate that's on the side of like this ship, it's bent and it just uh, drops down to the ground a little bit and kind of flattens and then the shuffling stops. Dylan's gonna kind of pull their sleeves over their hands and try to push this metal away. All right, good thing you did because you do feel that it's heated, it's hot. To actually do this though, you will take a little bit of of heat, like fire damage, but- Yeah, that's fine. uh, Three points of fire damage. And you, like, get the slab and start to push it. And, like, the way it's positioned, like, on the ground, you do manage to slide it some, but not enough to, like, fully get behind it. You do slide it enough 
like about a foot and you see a slender arm just fall out um, with a periwinkle fur um, and the hand ends in seven fingers. Uh, there's deep cuts in this arm and blood starts to leak out of the wound but the arm moves and tries to dig into the ground and pull and you hear in your head ah, ah, a groan of pain and um, you see like just the rest of the arm come out and it's like up to the shoulder now and then the arm kind of falls limp Dylan is absolutely going to stumble back and be like what the fuck you don't, you don't hear anything else after that. Just the sound of the uh, crackling flames. Is the arm actively moving? So it dropped kind of limp, but you do see like the fingers, just the fingers trying to dig into the ground and pull itself. Dylan's going to crouch down and say, uh, I, can you, can you, do you need help? Can you understand me? Do you need help? You hear a faint, soft voice in your head. Help me. Oh, I do not like that. Okay. What what can you see from your side? Can I can I move anything? This metal slab pins me. If I push with you, maybe we can move it. Okay. Um and you're you're not going to kill me if I let you out? No. Okay. Okay. And Dylan's going to put her sleeves back over and... On three? Yes. Okay. Your your earth numbers. Yeah. You use those. All right, get ready. And she's going to kind of try and brace herself as much as possible. One, two, three. <laughs> you do have advantage on that either way, but 20, you... You um, managed to push this uh, slab along uh, the ground a little bit more, and you do hear some pain, <sighs> but uh, from, <sighs> in your head from this um, being. But you do manage to slide this slab more out of the way, revealing uh, more of the body of this creature. You see what the shoulder connects to. You see a head covered in the same color fur, just. Uh, knelt down facing towards the ground a tuft of hair hangs in front of the face um, but it's soaked in blood uh, atop the head there's there's two stalks but they both hang uh, just like the hair does and you slowly um, see one of the stalks lift up and on the end of it is a green eye and it seems confused and then the head raises, and as the eyes of this face now see you, in front, like behind this swoop of matted, uh, bloody hair, you look into the uh, two bigger green eyes on the front of this face as the other stalk eye starts to scan around. The face has three slits in it for a nose with no mouth, covered in this periwinkle fur as well. And uh, she looks at you and reaches a ha her seven-fingered hand out and says, please. Okay, um, please don't be a bad alien. Please, because I'm assuming you're an alien. Please don't be a bad alien. And Dylan's going to grab her arm. You watch as your hand grabs her forearm 
as like your all's wrists lock and like you're you're gonna pull like try to pull her out you uh can't help but feel your fingers run across her her fur and as you watch your your hand grab and and grab a hold you feel that tingle in your fingers again and for just a second uh this causes this being to go slack and then she kind of looks back up at you and another confusion comes across her main eyes now and she says what how the creature uh notices the box that's on the ground and all three eyes are staring at it and then she kind of looks back to you yes the, the escafield device it it is active and uh as she has like one hand like grip with yours and you're about to help her like pull out you see her wince as she uh, reaches her other hand out and touches the box that's on the ground she says please place your other hand on the box please what does it do it will allow me to get out of here okay and Dylan does it like very tentatively. You all are kind of forming a daisy chain. It's like one arm is linked with this uh, creature. She has a hand on the box and then you put a hand on the box. The box glows. You feel that feeling again in your fingers. Um, and then as the dullness goes down, you feel that the tingle um, where you are gripped with this uh, alien. And then you go slack and you're suddenly you're back in the field that you dreamt about this morning, laughing, spinning. It feels blissful and there's no other worries. And then you're back. Uh, the fire crackling around you, more uh, metal falling to the ground. Um, and what you see in front of you is the most shocking thing you've seen tonight. The creature's bottom um, half of her face starts to bubble and then split into a mouth. And as she like, you see a tongue poke out and teeth start to uh, form inside. And she's just like playing with her mouth. The eyes wobble and seem to like drip into themselves as they grow smaller and the shade of green slightly changes. Uh, the creature's arm thickens up, but just slightly um, as the fur begins to recede into the skin, revealing a pale complexion. Um, the arms uh, let go of yours and they start to pull the rest of the body out as, as the body shrinks. Um, and the creature is able to pull the lower part of its torso out. And while it's still shrinking, you can see that it looks like a horse's torso, uh, four legs ending in hooves, connect, connected to like the human um, upper half of a human, kind of like a centaur. Um, there looks like there was a tail, but um, it's been absorbed into the back of the centaur end of the creature. Um, but even that part is changing as slowly the whole back half of this creature is pushed into the rest of his body with cracks and sluices and grinding. You watch as the front hooves sprout toes 
and a heel and turn into a foot. Uh, the creature begins to stand in the periwinkle hair that hangs from the middle in its face, bloody and matty. And the now non-existent stalk eyes have slurped into the head. But the, the hair that's um, hanging down in front of its face darkens until it's black. And she moves it out of her face. And you stare into your very own green eyes, your very own face, a copy, a clone of yourself now stands face to face with you. Dylan's going to pull away and is going to yell, what the fuck was in that box? Uh, with your voice, the uh, creature says, that box allows you to change into any creature that you can touch, any DNA that you can absorb, you can store in your body, save it for later and change into the animal and like as that sets in your head and as you start to think about that and think about what just happened this being turning from a centaur uh four-legged uh some kind of tail stock eyes no mouth turn into you you think about that change and it makes you sick like you can feel it. You're so sick. Your organs are like, you feel like you just want to throw them up. But then you realize that's your organs moving inside you. And as you are focused on watching that change and thinking about that change, what does your change look like? Uh, so first, I think that Dylan's mouth sort of starts to press into a thin line. Uh, and then she can feel something protruding from the top of her head and she's she's a little worried about that and the next thing she feels is the ching 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 of extra vertebrae just elongating and I think at that point she sort of falls to all fours as it slowly becomes all sixes uh, and then small tufts of this lavender hair this really pale purple hair just sort of starts sprouting all over her arms as her mouth just melts away from her face. And her hair shifts to being from just one side shave to now everything is sort of up in the top on the middle and flowing down over her face. And Dylan starts screaming, what is happening? What is happening? But she's not screaming anymore. Not with her mouth. She's thinking it. She's thinking she's screaming. So she doesn't know if she's actually screaming or not. Uh, you notice uh, a look of realization in the in this creature's eyes as you scream in your head. She, she continues to watch. Um, and then shink, 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 more vertebrae happen as this tail sprouts from this horse-like body. I have a tail. I have a tail. Why do I have a tail? Because I have a tail. I don't like it. Um, and as the all all four legs and two arms sort of grow out to their full extension, Dylan stands up and looks at herself. At her at her new body, I should say. Yeah, you see like one of these um metal slabs is still shimmering enough to where you can kind of take your reflection in. Um, and you see the end of the tail kind of 
uh, move up by your head. So this this tail blade is it's sort of curved, incredibly sharp, but along the back edge of it there are these razor sharp sort of um, serrations that point backward that uh, they look kind of like the, the teeth of a saw, but if the teeth of a saw looked angry, genuinely <laughs> angry. Hell yeah. In your voice, you hear come from this being standing next to you as you take this in, uh, in this metal slab. She says, uh, you have taken my form as well. So I guess we are even. Nah, even. No, that's not even. I don't call that even. How do I be me? I don't want to be you. I want to be me. You, so you do notice, like, you, uh, as part of this change, your clothes have, um, you, you morph, you changed in such a way that it didn't rip too much. Um, like, your front hooves still have your <laughs> kind of pants on them, and, like, you still have um, your, I don't know, is that called a crop top or a belly shirt? What do you call it's that? It's a crop top, know? yeah. It's like a crop sweater. It's still on. It still fits. It's just a little higher up than it was before. But um, she says, in, in order to be yourself, you just must think of yourself again. Think of the change. Concentrate. All right. Dylan is is very distracted right now, but is going to attempt to think of themselves. You take that in. You think about yourself changing uh, from this form back to the other almost immediately the changes happen and you feel them happen yeah you you start to change back yeah i think it happens really similarly to the way that this being changed into dylan because that's how she saw it happen so that's how she thinks that it has to happen nice yeah and uh uh, after a minute you're back you might have to readjust your clothes but you're standing in front of a copy of yourself as you both stand there for a second you hear more grunts and then part of like this ship uh, a big chunk of it just moves out of the way and uh it kind of reveals your cover from where you guys were kind of back in behind this ship and for the third time tonight you're seeing something that you've never seen before a seven foot tall lizard like creature with a long snake like neck it has three blades jutting from the, on the top of its head a tail slinks around, two blades sticking off of it. Uh, it has Tyrannosaurus-like feet with blades sticking out of its ankles and knees, and its arms also have blades on its elbows and on its wrists, and it has claws, and it, eh, humans. Immediately, Dylan's like, no, no, and starts running. Uh, you see the, the your clone grab the box, uh, the little blue box and take off with you. This beast, ah, gosh, nash, it boom, boom, uh, starts to run after you. And you see, like, as you look back, you see uh, another one drop out of a tree and is also running towards you. And then you, like, kind of look up and notice one jumping from tree to tree chasing you. Uh, three of these creatures, they all have these red sashes hanging from their, uh, across their chests. Uh, we're going to go into a skills challenge. Oh, boy. As you're you're running through uh, the forest, your goal is to escape the Hork-Bajir. Sweet. Dylan is going to bank hard left and try and run perpendicular to where these things are already running. Athletics for that? Yeah. 
You bank hard left, and uh, you do see the one in the tree. He does manage to like grab onto one of uh, the trunks and kind of swing around and, and kind of stay on your tail. But uh, another one just does boom, run into a tree and is like dazed for a second. Uh, the other one has, you did slow him down. He's not like right on your ass now or anything, but um, but yeah. So that is a success. I will say that the one that, that has, um, that, that you didn't lose quite as well, uh, he does gain a little bit. Um, and he's probably the most prominent threat to you right now. You seem to have got one off your tail, at least for now. Dylan is going to scan for, like, any sort of cover. As you kind of look through these trees, you notice, you, uh, you know that they get thicker and thicker, but there's also, like, an outcropping of, like, stones and rocks that lead to the mountains that are a little bit, a uh, little ways north. Uh, there may be some more cover that way. Yeah, she's going to head that way. And as you start to get to these rocks, it makes it harder for the one in the tree to follow you. You've watched this this thing chase you uh, for a little bit now, for a couple of seconds at least, and you see it's it's way faster in the trees than its uh, counterpart is on the ground. Uh, but once you get to these rocks, it slows it up a little bit, and uh, it it seems to it's having more trouble keeping track of you and uh, and your clone. Okay, I think this whole time Dylan is thinking, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? As she just like is running as fast as possible, well, as carefully as possible over these rocks. Okay. Uh, what, what skill did you have in mind? Probably still athletics. You keep your pace, but um, as the rocks, like it gets more rockier, like as the further you get closer to the mountain, uh, you do trip up. And uh, you keep your footing, but the clone that's with you is having a little bit of trouble uh, running on two legs, and she kind of uh, stumbles to her knees. This creature that's chasing you um, does catch up to her and uh, is, like, standing over her, uh, looking down. About how long did it take the first time to change? Um, It took you about a minute. About a minute? Yeah, it was and, it was like a process to it. Yeah, and Dylan does not think that they have enough time right now. Uh, oh boy. She's going to look around for anything that she can find to defend herself and new Dylan. Okay, uh, give me a perception check. Yeah, you find um, a stick that is kind of jutting out of the ground that looks like it may have been blown off in a storm or something, but it is uh, pretty jagged at the end. I mean, that, that's probably the best thing around. Yeah, so she's going to grab this stick and sort of try to be shifty about it, like not let the big giant creature thingy know what she's doing. Okay, uh, give me an intimidation check with advantage and... and uh, I'll kind of tell you why right after this. Okay. As you're doing this, the hor- or the the other new alien creature looks down at you, and you see like its beak kind of spread to like the edges of it kind of spread into a smile, and it uh, shifts its um, gaze towards you. As it like hovers over you, you hear <laughs> some uh, roar behind you. 
And uh, as you like look over your shoulder, you see just this big, white, furry polar bear uh, up on all fours, kind of uh, behind you with its its paws up in the air. And the it and this new creature kind of tangle up, uh, and you're like in between them, like underneath them as their arms uh, kind of hit to each other. So you have two failures and two successes at the moment. Uh, what what do you want to do next? Uh. Yeah, Dylan's going to try and dip out from between them and grab other Dylan. You can do athletics again now. Okay. You grab other Dylan and take off as this bear wrestles around with this this bladed creature. But there is that last one that was still on the ground with you. And you see him. He's about 50 to 60 feet away. But he is still trying to make his way towards you. So, yeah, you guys are just sprinting, and he, he is faster than you, so he's gaining on you, but he's a ways away, so. Dylan is going to turn to new Dylan and say, you keep running, and as soon as you can, change. I think I think that blade will be helpful. Yes, I agree. Um, and she's going to turn and wield that stick like a bat. As uh, other Dylan runs, her mouth slowly starts to... Uh, meld together. I'll give you advantage on your attack if you if you su- uh, successfully pass the stealth check. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You duck behind the tree and just wind up. Get ready for this boy. So excited. He still sees other Dylan running so he, he as you hide behind the tree he's still taking off but you're he's running right right in your uh, line of view. To swing that stick, it'll just be strength. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you, and it just hits this thing, like, right in its stomach, and it just looks over at you as you, you like, connect with it. <laughs> Technically, you passed this skills challenge, um, but with that attack, this this um, alien's right there in front of you. So I'm going to kind of let you decide how you want to take care of this now, but you have passed the Skills challenge. <laughs> you escaped most of them. Feeling that stick just kind of stop, Dylan's gonna like drop it, just drop it right out of her hands and hold her hands up and go, oh no 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 no, and start backing away, and then just take off. He, as you back away, he's gonna swing with his claws at you. Let's see what happens. Oh, as no. a twenty-three hit chase. Oh no. A uh, five piercing damage as like this claw digs into like the side of your arm but you do manage to um, back away enough and and take off and you're deeper into the outcroppings now you see like there are rocks like that are have fallen from the mountain they're like making stacks there's places you can get in them you know that there's caves somewhere along uh, this route you know if you try to go deeper into town if you can manage to stay away from them long enough you can get to buildings um, or go deeper into the wilderness. Yeah, Dylan's Dylan's not going to try and direct these things toward town. She's absolutely scanning for caves. As you look around, you you notice it's kind of up. You, you would have to like rock climb just a little bit to get up there, but there's like an opening um, in like the side as you're like closer to this uh, actual mountain peak now. Um, there is like you can find a cave. You're just gonna have to climb a little bit to get there. Okay. 
yeah, she's gonna do that. Give me an, an athletics check just to, as you get to the um, side of this mountain and begin to climb up the rocks. You don't fall, but it is kind of slow going as you climb up. This creature ha- has caught up to you um, about midway through the climb, but he doesn't seem to climb rocks as well as he does trees. Um, so I'll say you get to like the peak of this, where the cave is, you pull yourself up onto the ledge. He's still on his way up, um, but you can like go into the cave and- Yeah, absolutely. Gonna slip into that cave. All right, you, you slip into the cave. It's dark in here as you get deeper and deeper in. It's already night outside, so there's not even much moonlight shining in. There is like, it splits off a little bit and you can't see like deeper into the cave where if you just keep walking, you're just gonna go into darkness. She's gonna feel around for the side of the cave and sort of take really slow tentative steps in feeling for like a smaller passage. Yeah, give me an investigation check with disadvantage as you're like running your hand along the You find some cracks not big enough for you to get in. And like, if you go to the right, uh, like where this thing kind of splits a little bit and you go to the right, you end up finding like the dead end about 20 feet, like 20 more feet in. Okay. Then she's going to go left. (laughs) All right. Yeah. You get back around and you start to go and feel on the left side. Go ahead and give me another investigation check with disadvantage. You're not even to the back part of this cave yet. You're still feeling along like the, the left part of the wall or right part of the wall on the left side, whatever. Uh, and you see the shadow of this creature, uh, cast against the moonlight um, into this cave Uh, and he's kind of like got his snake head peeking into the cave and like looking he seems to squint his eyes it's hard for him to tell what's going on in here 